I met my love by the gasworks wall. Dream the dream by the old canal. I kiss my girl by the factory wall. Dirty old town. Yes, Henry McKean has been out and about in Ireland's very own dirty old town in Dublin with Dublin City Council Waste Management. Henry, you've been investigating a specific issue. What is it? Mm, well, it's basically, is Dublin an open urinal? And Kieran, you right. know, when it comes to the capital, when it comes to the city, I lived in the city for, for nine years, right in the heart of the city. And I admit, during the pandemic, uh, I wasn't in the city as much. I moved out into the suburbs. But I was in town for a meal and a few drinks with friends quite recently. I got off the train and I walked across the city from Conley Station to Middle Abbey Street and then over to the Quays. And Kieran, I was met by by a strong, hot smell of urine, almost a smell of cider or sour apples. And it really kind of sort of hit my lungs like a sort of gone off fish smell. Um, but it wasn't fish, but, but it was fresh wee. And this was early in the evening. This was 6pm. It wasn't late. Uh, and I, I met these people on the streets of Dublin and I asked, is Dublin a dirty old town? And there is a little strong language from the start of this. So turn the radio down now. Strong smell of piss pretty much everywhere. Mainly alleyways though. If you go up that lane you're saying there's a strong smell. Yeah. Why do you think the city smells of hot weed? It tends to be that a lot of people don't have a public place to piss. A lot of pubs won't let you in. Yeah, I think there's certain areas that are a bit more disgusting than others. What do you think of the city? It's not very clean at all. <laughs> there's a fierce smell of urine. <laughs> a fierce smell of urine? Yeah. And you work in the city? Yeah. And how does that make you feel it's, coming you know, to work? It's, you know, my daily commute coming into work every day. It's just not nice waking up. It makes you feel sick for the rest of the day. So it's like a, a, a collective, large smell of a yeah. lot of urine. Yeah, definitely. Mainly from boys. Well, I, I mean, I, I can't tell. <laughs> well, we were I couldn't tell myself. <laughs> Perhaps people have gotten into bad habits. Yeah, that's probably it, because they were closed for so long. Yeah, it could be cleaner because you got the COVID, a lover living on the streets, like, you know what I mean? I think that's why you got the COVID, you know what I mean? Living on the streets? Yeah, lover living on the streets. clean or non-clean on the streets? Um, like, look around you, like, there's spits all over the ground, you know what I mean? Like, there, there's boards everywhere, you know what I mean? And I sleep out every night, so, you know what I mean? I have to sleep on that. So, I think they should just clean the place up. I think that we could probably do a bit better with, like, main areas of town, because if you get more residential, it gets a lot kind of cleaner because there's kind of more communities working together to clean it but I think mainly it's probably because of people maybe drinking here at night and the kind of the night activity that might make it a bit dirtier than it could be. It's not the cleanest. No. I don't think it's the cleanest by a mile. But, but it could uh, also be dirtier. Yeah no there's been there's other places that are a lot worse. Yeah. But I, I, I don't think we're the worst. No. I don't think we're the best. Yeah. Put it that way. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, Henry I would have suspected that, you know, this might have been the case where, when everything indoors was closed. But now that bars and restaurants are open and people can nip in to spend a penny, I mean, is it still a problem? 
Kieran, that's a really good point, and this is what I thought. I, that was actually the, the first time I went into the capital to have a meal and have a drink in a, a year and a half, and I thought that too. I thought now that the pubs, the restaurants, they're open, the coffee shops are open, they most likely will let you use their loo. But maybe it is that. Maybe it's a hang-up from the pandemic that outdoor drinking is now considered acceptable. Could it be laziness? Maybe it's quite warm at the moment out there. It's pretty hot. Uh, are people just attracted to a lane to go for a wee? I'm not sure. But but I did spend time with Dublin City Council and they work around the clock all day and all night, all night long to keep the city clean. Here is Shay Brady, Coordinating Inspector in Waste Management Services in Dublin City Council. He says the pandemic has made it very challenging. Covid changed the landscape significantly with the closure of pubs. A lot of people outdoor dining, that, that was a, a particular challenge for us. What we like to do in the, the central commercial district is to get it clean and keep it clean. But when so many people out socialising, we couldn't get into certain areas until later on during the, during the morning. So we had to go in and get it clean then. We have probably 37 staff on each team in town. We have three teams. So we have a six o'clock team till two o'clock and then we have a two o'clock team till 10 o'clock and then we have the night shift from 10 o'clock until six o'clock in the morning. So you're really handing over a really clean city to the next team. And that was very challenging through COVID. I'm looking around. The capital is looking pretty good at the moment. Uh, but for example, last night I was near uh, the old stock exchange just on College Green and people were using that beautiful building that at one point was the Irish Parliament and now it's a Bank of Ireland as an open urinal. And another night I came into the city and there was a strong smell of hot wee. And I know you can only do your best. How do we change behaviour? How do we stop that? Very difficult. When the pubs were closed, we put on outside toilets, temporary toilets, in key locations such as Portobello and South William Street. And what more can we do? That That's human behaviour. It's very hard to change that. All we can do is react to how people are behaving. And we have two wash programmes on the night shift, seven nights a week. So that means washing spraying locations. and washing and scrubbing. Power washing and power using, washing. yes, power washing and using a substance that, that gives it a nice clean smell when we're finished. And we would know a lot of the locations that we have to, to target with that. How frustrating is it for you? Really difficult because we have a grading system. We have grade A, B and C their standards of cleanliness and our objective is to get it to grade A all the time and we achieve that but all we can do is leave it at grade A. It doesn't matter how it is when we find it and leaving it grade A is the best we can do and when you come back then and you see what it's like half an hour or an hour later it's very frustrating. It's Shea Brady there from Dublin City Council. There is nothing worse than that smell getting into your nostrils. One listener, Henry, says, Kieran, thank you for covering this. I don't know what has happened since COVID, but the stench in Dublin City Centre during a normal day is now just a joke. And somebody else says, at night, where are the public toilets? This is the big question. Bring them back. I know there were difficulties with them, but they are needed now more than ever. And it's not just Dublin, says somebody else. I invite you or Henry to visit the city of Limerick. There's we everywhere. On the public toilets, Henry, how easy are they to find at the moment in Dublin. Yeah, that's a really good point because the ones at Stephen's Green, they're still there, but all those temporary ones that popped up around South William Street and other areas, they've all disappeared. And I got to spend some time with taxi drivers because remember taxi drivers, they worked right through the pandemic, most of them anyway, they had nowhere to go. I met these ones near um, the Bank of Ireland on Dame Street uh, and I was there late at night and just there, 
they were weeing away, people were weeing away, but these particular taxi drivers I met the next day, they weren't going to the loo. This is what they had to say. We need public toilets. There's nowhere to go. You know, I'm a taxi driver here. When I want to go, there's nowhere open. There's to... nowhere for you to do a wee. So no. what do you do? Do you have to go in a bottle or something? You have to go behind an alley? Yeah, yeah. And you're a taxi driver. I'm a taxi and driver. it's not your fault? No, no, there's, there's no public toilets. And I'm actually getting a smell of, it smells of perhaps some cider, but it's not cider, it's wee-wee, isn't it? It's, it's it, urine. It, yeah, and Jay's fluid that the council used to... So it's both? It's both, Mixed yeah. together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially on a Monday morning when you come in here, it, it, the smell is quite strong after the weekend, you know? Does the city smell of urine? Certainly little cul-de-sacs, little out-of-the-way places like this where people are inclined to go, you know, to try and be discreet. Like, they, you know, they've no choice, so they'll, they'll go for some little discreet cul-de-sac so like this. So they'll come down a little area like this and find an area. Indeed, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But there is some public toilets, not as many. Well, they had some temporary ones out during COVID, all right. Um, I know the ones that were in O'Connell Street now are gone. I think the only other one up on Stevens Green, I think that's still there. It's a slightly more permanent structure. I went there, I think it was yesterday, the day before, it was about nine o'clock. I dropped somebody on Stevens Green and I thought I'd be able to use that toilet, but it was closed. So I had to go down a little alley and relieve myself. I was really cross-legged for the need to do a number one. And I, I pulled in and put my hazard lights on to run in, which, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done, but I mean, I had no choice. Ran into a cafe to use the toilet. And when I come back out, there was a guard putting a ticket on my car. And I, I sort of pleaded with him. I said, look, I, you know, I was just using the toilet and he wasn't having any of it. And I said to him, what do you do if you need to use the toilet? He said, well, I go back to the station. I said, well, isn't it well for you that you have that luxury? You know, there's, there's no public toilets. There's certainly no toilets in taxi ranks. So I said, well, look, thanks very much for the ticket. And on, on he went on his merry way. And so, yeah, <laughs> my toilet story or lack of. <laughs> All right, that one taxi driver at least admitting he sometimes has to use the lane to urinate. You met a road sweeper as well, Henry. What was that experience? Yeah, they're doing their best. Um, there's 400 of them working right the way through, seven nights a week and seven days a week, and two of them are washing all the time. Two of the teams are washing. I got to meet this uh, waste management worker just off Grafton Street. having a chat with Owen Doherty. You've got one of these green machines. Uh, they look like uh, something perhaps from the Teletubbies. Uh, they're like outdoor hoovers with sweep, sweeper bits on it. Does it really frustrate you that sometimes the city can smell of hot urine? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now we do have a solution that we put into the water jets as well. It's like a pine. So that like a pine a smell, like a Spanish smell. Like a nice. disinfectant, which it can eliminate some of the smells. But the likes of the cigarette butts and you have bins there and you have bottles beside the bins where they could have easily just popped them in. And know. they could have, and today for example it's pretty busy yeah, around the capital. Um, you know, we've got the buskers back, the shoppers are back, there's even tourists. Exactly, flower dealers as well. It's nice to see them. A so bit of life. You're glad to have a bit of life back? Absolutely, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And do you ever challenge someone and say, Oi, you, stop that, stop going for a wee, stop dropping your cigarette butt? Well, I suppose it's it's not really your place to say, we're just basically here to do a job. You and know, you do it the best you can. It's the best of our ability anyway, yeah. Absolutely. And even behind us, new cigarette butts have just been dropped because your colleagues have just swept and cleaned minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, and, and that that's a huge problem. And cigarette butts is the is 70% of our litter in the city centre. That, that's a huge problem. We have a litter warden service. They do diligent work, 
but it's it's really difficult when you have that sort of behaviour. It's really difficult. All right, Shay Brady there from Dublin City Council Waste Management ending Henry McKean's report. Another taxi driver has gotten in touch to say this is a serious problem for us. We have literally nowhere to go at night apart from the street. Sorry to all who have to witness it. Another listener says this is a serious issue. We want people to come back to town, yet we have lads just peeing everywhere. It is disgusting. A suggestion from someone says if Dublin City Council had even a tiny bit of drive, they could put in Amsterdam-style pee posts. I think these are... These are basically like those metal traffic bollards, but you can wee into them, if memory serves me uh, correctly. Uh, I stand to be corrected on that, though. Uh, 53106, somebody knows what those uh, Amsterdam-style pee posts are. And another listener says, never mind the smell of piss. The smell of weed in Dublin city centre at night is just awful. Keep your text coming in uh, on that issue. The smells in our capital city 